Hi, and welcome to the Lone Star Play podcast, where we sit, eat, chat, and repeat. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong, and we are coming to you from Austin, Texas. The Lone Star Play podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to texasrealfood.com and you can search your city for local restaurants, stores, butchers, farmers markets, and more who are using organic, fresh, artisanal, and local sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together. Yeah, yeah, UT Arlington. And I talked to the music professor about doing guitar. Now I'm self-taught, I don't have, uh, I can't even read music. Like I just taught myself through tablature. So I went to the, you know, I played for the guy and he's like, well, you're a really good player, but um, you're gonna be so far behind everybody because you don't know all the theory that basically he's like, you're not gonna have a life. And I was like, I'm doing this for fun and for the passion of it. I don't yeah. want to hate it. That's gonna make me hate it. And I'm a quick learner. So I was like, it's kind of discouraging, you know? Thank you for joining me. I have a wonderful guest today. Her name is Nikki Stringfield, not to be confused with Springfield. That's what she said. So, um, no, literally, that's what she said. She said um, not to confuse her with Springfield. So anyway, um, yes, Nikki Stringfield. So she is, um, she's a musician. She's a rocker, guitarist, just a complete badass. Uh, she's in a band called the Iron Maidens, and they are, you guessed it, an Iron Maiden tribute band. Uh, they're the only female, all-female uh, Iron Maiden tribute band in the world. They tour all over the world. She's um, in another band called Heaven Below, um, and they just released uh, some new music, so you can find all of that about her you know, online. So just check her out. Um, you know, on the, on social media web, she, she gives all that at the end of the podcast. So listen to the end and find out uh, all that information anyway. Yeah. She's amazing. Um, we had a great conversation about her growing up in Texas, um, you know, just outside of Dallas, uh, moving to California near LA, right. And, and getting a life going, um, in the music industry. And now she's touring the world, playing music for a living, uh, doing her own music, releasing some of her own uh, solo stuff. So we talked to her a little bit about that, how she writes songs, what's her inspiration, why did she get into music, um, and even a little bit of the struggles of being a female musician, um, and you know, it, you know, getting out there, who who she was inspired by, um, and why she you know felt to go down that path. Um, so yeah, really great conversation. Um, amazing woman, really had a great time talking to her. And of course, we talk a little bit about food and the differences of the food there in California and Texas and what she misses most about, uh, you know, from living here in Texas. So, okay. Hope you enjoy the episode. Sit back, relax. Join my guest, Nikki Stringfield. Yeah, just kind of tell us, you know, what, what part of Texas you grew up in, what that was like, um, maybe even musically uh, for you as well. Yeah. Um, so I'm from a tiny town called Red Oak, Texas. It's about 30, 45 minutes south of Dallas. Um, if you're maybe even 30 minutes away from there, you may not know where the town is. Um, it's growing a little bit now, but, you know, they, we got a Walmart there now. And <laughs> not, it's a, that was a big deal when we got a Walmart. Yeah, um, we're excited. We got Starbucks, you know, oh. in house. So, and my little dog might jump in because he always wants to be the star of the show here. Um, Get him in there. But 
yeah, so there was really not much to do in my little hometown. Uh, so I played guitar, really didn't have anybody to jam with. I'd have to go up to Dallas to go to shows, which I did, you know, all the time. And so I was like, you know, I, I really want to play guitar. So I'm going to go to college at University of Texas in Austin because I hear that's the live music capital of the world. So got got into there. I did a, I majored radio, TV, and film, minored in business. And I was like, man, I can't wait to join a band. I didn't join a band the whole time I was there. I couldn't find, <laughs> I had friends in, in bands. They were in screamo bands and it was either like one extreme or the other, like too light or too heavy. Not, yeah. not really what I wanted to do. So I just made YouTube videos and, and covered songs and just kind of sat in my room. And I didn't really go out much in college. I went, when I turned 21, I went sixth street a lot, of course. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, as as job. one does, right? Yes, you know. So I I just pretty much did what I had to do. Got my degree, uh, interned. That was my way out of a out of Texas. Was I got an internship program? Um, I finished my last semester in Los Angeles, um, and kind of did the music industry aspect of it. And that's how I kind of got my start. And then I finally got into like three bands at once. So it was great. <laughs> So it just so kind of exploded. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, from, yeah. that's <laughs> yeah. that's that's life, though, right? Like, uh, if you're patient and you work hard, I was talking with another business yeah. owner um, today about that. If you just patient and work hard, what ends yeah. up happening is you're left standing while everyone else quit. Yes. You know, essentially, uh, you just got to stick with it. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, I'm curious. Um, you know, you're growing up in Red Oak, right? Small little town. I actually grew up in um, just outside of Fort Worth. So I actually know Red Oak and where it is. Okay. Um, I, I went yeah. to, uh, you know, the HEB area, Hearst, Euless, uh, Bedford, that area uh -huh. is where I yeah. grew up. Um, oh. And um, I I'm curious, like, you know, why why play guitar? Like what, you know, were there a lot of like female guitarists you looked up to? Were there other females that were getting into guitar? Now, obviously I think anyone yeah. should play guitar. I'm just saying, right. I know that had to be on your mind or did you get pushback yeah. from that? Were guys giving you pushback? Like, you can't do music. Um, yeah. Um, I didn't really have any like female idols. I, you know, there's Jennifer Batten. There's of course like Lita Ford. There's amazing female musicians that already paved the way for people, you know, people my age now. But my dad played guitar and my mom was into 80s music. So I kind of got into music from them. They were all into rock and roll. And so, uh, you know, my dad took me to see ACDC. My mom would take me to shows. And I just would see people on the stage, you know, guys up there. And I'd be like, I was a tomboy too. Most of my, my friends were, were guys who played guitar too. And I was like, I could get up there. I could do that. I could, I could do that. I mean, my whole life was kind of going to concerts. I loved going and seeing live music. And so, you know, I tried, you know, I, I think the first thing I did was um, I loved Nirvana. Nirvana got me into music and then Avenged Sevenfold really got me playing guitar and wanting to do like lead guitar. So there was like a contest on one of their songs that they put up. Um, they took the solo out and they're like, okay, play their solo and uh, it's going to be a contest, whatever. They're going to choose the winner and on YouTube. So I did that. And I just remember people like, you suck, you're a girl. Like, it's like, that was the first thing I did. So I was like, I'm going to keep uploading videos and show these people. I was like 17, 18, you know, this is when YouTube was kind of starting to get big there. It wasn't oversaturated with a bunch of 
um, guitar players at that time. So I kind of got my, that's how I kind of got my start there. And I remember I wanted to go to college for music and I went up to UT Arlington because I heard they had a good, um, it was, yeah, yeah, UT Arlington. And I talked to the music professor about doing guitar. Now I'm self-taught. I don't have, uh, I can't even read music. Like I just taught myself through tablature. So I went to the, you know, I played for the guy and he's like, well, you're a really good player, but um, you're going to be so far behind everybody because you don't know all the theory that basically he's like, you're not going to have a life. And I was like, I'm doing this for fun and for the passion of it. I don't yeah. want to hate it. That's going to make me hate it. And I'm a quick learner. So I was like, it's kind of discouraging, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's being a girl has its perks and then it has its, you know, downfalls of, Sure. Somebody will see you and just be like, oh, you're a singer, right? I'm like, well, I do sing, yes, but I'm a guitar player. Oh, you play acoustic. Uh, no, not really. Not, I'm trying to now. But <laughs> I was like, no. When I was in my first band um, from L.A., it was a, I was the only girl, and it was a very heavy metal band, like was, was screaming and everything, and we got on a tour with a band called In This Moment, and it was a kind of female-dominated tour but they were all, all, all singers. I was the only like guitar player on it. And every time we were playing these big venues and every time I would try to like walk backstage, I would almost always be stopped thinking like, are you the girlfriend or, Oh, you're a singer. Like, oh, no, no, but it's getting more and more common. Now there's so many awesome yeah. female guitar players. YouTube's exploding with it. It's I mean, everywhere. And I think, yeah. it's, it, you know, it's kind of just getting more accepted. Yeah, nice. that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you know, look, I, uh, what a great attitude to have, uh, first of all, you know, to push through it and just not take that and, you know, turn yeah. it into your art. Basically, I'm sure you did, yeah. right? Just kind of oh, yeah. use, use some of that energy to show people, oh, yeah. I can do this, you know, and better than you can. Uh, yeah. you, you tell awesome. me, no, that makes me want to do it more. <laughs> yeah, totally. Absolutely. No. Yeah. No, that's crazy. Um, wow. That's absolutely amazing. Well, good. I'm so glad. Yeah, I, I can only imagine that that would be um, something, you know, you would have to put up with. Um, okay, so let's talk about, um, I know your your band, it's Heaven Below, right? They have a, a new album that got released? Yeah. Is that correct? It's been a crazy week. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I joined them a couple of years ago. Um, I just started filling in from it first and now, you know, the CD, a lot of it was already done before I joined, but. Um, so I sang on some of the songs. I played guitar on some of them. It's a cover album. It's, it ranges from ACDC, uh, Pantera, and then it's got, you know, we totally, we stuck true to some of the, some of the songs and then we totally changed a couple of the other ones like the Alice in Chains one and there's a Lincoln Park and a Judas Priest one that we totally took it the other way. Yeah. So yeah, we just released that and then, um, we actually, this was before I joined that band. I was good friends with the guys and they had come to me and they were like, how about we do a collaboration with your girls and the Iron Maidens and we do a cover of Power Slave. So just both bands combined. Um, and let's, let's just do a really cool video for it. And we're all, everybody's all good friends. So we did that and that came out. Um, the Heaven Below Rest in Pieces came out Monday and the Power Slave video came out Wednesday. So I was doing stuff for both bands going, I wow. do all like all the social media. So it's been like, I can breathe now. So this is <laughs> chilling today. That social media is a lot of work, isn't it? Oh, it is. 
it's so time consuming, but it really you know, is. Hey, you got to do it. Got to get that music out there. And that's the way to do it. Yeah. Do you think, um, you know, when you were growing up, right, listening to music, that wasn't around, right? Like finding new bands and finding, right, it was usually through friends or something yeah. like that or the radio, right? Like, do, are you, I mean, how do you feel about it now? Are you super happy that you're able to get the music out there? But is, is it, does it also feel more diluted because anybody can put the yeah. music out there? Yeah, it's definitely a little bit of both. Uh, you, you know, if you know how to do things right and you really put the time and effort into it, you can you can reach people you can you know if people like your music hopefully they share it and that's kind of it's still word of mouth but now with spotify and everything you hope well there's my little pup again um <laughs> yeah there's a million people it's it's hard to break through because it is it is oversaturated but at the same time now you don't need a major label you don't need yeah you can make it you can like i do everything pretty much on my own and it's it's been you know it's, it's pretty awesome. I go to different countries, people wearing the shirts, have the music, you know, it's, it's awesome. No, so, that is awesome. Yeah. Um, so you know, a lot of, a lot of artists do that, right? They, they just start their own label and yeah. completely, you know, DIY, which why not? Yeah. I have a little, you know, labels now, like it's a lot of them will take, take a cut of it. And, you know, if you do it yourself, you get, you, you know exactly where the money's at. You do, yeah. you know, you have total control over it. I was very leery of uh, when I was trying to shop around my EP of, I was like, I, I'm just, I'd rather do it on my own. I, that way I know exactly what's going on. Nobody's taking any cut of the money. You know, I sure. have control over it. Yeah. So a little leery of labels. I've heard some horror stories, so. You know, yeah. you're not the only one, uh, of course. Yeah. Uh, and rightfully so. They, you know, <laughs> A lot of those stories are true, and uh, honestly, there's probably way more stories we've never even heard. Right? That's it's yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's sure. um, that's awesome. Well, that's good. Um, uh, you know, I'm curious, like, what sort of what sort of angle do you feel that you have differently, like, for getting your stuff out? Like, what works for you? You know, to to get it out. Like, do you have a a particular no plan or is it just I'm gonna make the best content put it out and sit back yeah at first I really had no idea I was like I always wanted to try making my own music but I was I was scared for a long time and I didn't really know how to go about doing it so finally I was like you know what I don't care if it goes nowhere at least I'm gonna try and I'm gonna do something for me and put this EP out and try to do everything on my own so when I put out my EP um, I just I was like, you know what? I'm going to use my social media reach. Um, luckily, with the Iron Maidens, we kind of play all over the world, and I so people kind of can hear about it from that. Um, I had no idea. I was just like, you know, we're just going to use social media, and we're, yeah. we're just quiet. And it, it did really. It, people liked it. I was like, oh, people are actually liking this. People are bringing the CDs to the shows, and people are wearing the shirts. And I'm like, okay, this is awesome. So I just we just tried to make it make everything look as awesome as possible and make sure. it sound as, as possible. Yeah. And I had a couple of awesome friends that, that helped me produce everything. I did everything on that album except for the drops. Like I really, I you played everything. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I did, um, all the bass. That was my first time playing bass in my life. Wow. <laughs> like, hey, can, can I get a bass for this? And I was like, okay. And then my friend Jesse that produced it, he would just be like, can you calm that down? You're playing it like a guitar player. Like, 
<laughs> down a little bit. So I was like, okay, uh, it's fun. I like this. So yeah, between my friend Jesse and Patrick who helped produce it and do my vocals and everything, that was my first time singing. So it was, it was pretty, I was nervous, but I was excited. So I just, yeah, the internet, yeah, internet makes anything possible. <laughs> that's true that couldn't yeah. be a more true statement well that's fantastic you know you're doing everything on the album and you know uh, yeah that's great so do you do you have like a writing partner or do you write all the songs yourself um, on that one i i did all five of those songs by myself because i just really wanted to prove like i can i can do this and this is all me and then there were two yeah. songs that i put out as kind of like singles before that with other people and i wrote all those too um, so all of that was totally me and, and my producer, Jesse, just kind of being like taking parts out. He's like, okay, this guitar part, a little bit too much guitar. Let's pull this, this guitar part. And I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I like that part. But, oh, okay, fine. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people were expecting it to just be more guitar. And I was like, I wanted to focus on songwriting. I love, I love songwriting and, and catchy choruses and, I, I didn't want to do an instrumental thing. So now um, I did a new song to go on with this vinyl that I put out. And I wrote it with Patrick, who's also in Heaven Below. So we both wrote that one, Divine Intervention. I That was supposed to be going up online soon, but it's taking forever, I think, due to COVID, supposedly. Um, so yeah, I think we're going to start writing together more. But now it's like, which does it go to Heaven Below? Is it more of my stuff? I don't, I don't know yet. We've been so busy working on all these cover things that I'm very excited to get back to writing my own stuff. Sure. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. Do you, I mean, when you write, and maybe it's a mix, but do you pull from yeah. your personal stuff? You do? Yeah, definitely. Kind of what's going on in my life at the time. Um, I kind of grew up listening, well, like I said, Nirvana and more darker stuff. I listen to the 80s stuff too, but I kind of lean toward the side of the more not emo, but you know, just kind of darker side of stuff. I love horror movies, so I draw a lot from that. I love the darker, creepier stuff. And there's one song on my album called Straight Through the Heart. I think that was the last one that I finished. And my dad was like, did you write another sad, mopey song again? I was like, no, it's actually, <laughs> this one's actually very happy. <laughs> like, this one's very, very guitar all over the place and very happy. So, yeah, definitely draws upon kind of what's going on at the time. And then just, yeah, so far anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Is your, is your goal to maybe have your own band where you're like the front and, and move forward or just be like a solo artist or you don't even know yet. Just kind of keep working with the bands you're working with. Yeah. Um, definitely. I don't see me quitting the maidens or any of that anytime soon. Cause that's, that's such a full time kind of thing. Um, heaven below it's kind of i'm kind of get to sing a little bit on that i love doing my own stuff so i definitely would like to do some live shows i've had a lot of people ask if i was going to tour do live shows and i don't even i'm so overwhelmed even thinking about trying <laughs> to put that together sure i can <laughs> so, only imagine uh, i would love to i'd love to you know if i put something else out maybe at least try and get a get some shows going and see how it goes from there luckily i have a ton of amazing musician friends who i could come get play with me at any time exactly absolutely yeah. exactly yeah nikki and friends right it's uh yeah. boom yeah. um 
I'm curious when you write a guitar, do you, oh, or when you write a guitar, when you write a song, <laughs> when you write a song, do you always write with guitar and what kind of guitar do you use an acoustic? Do you write with your electric? Um, yeah, sometimes it's weird. I, I think two of those songs I wrote in my head on a plane. So I'm just sitting there like, mm. so sometimes I hear the lyrics first and then so in the melody, one time I totally wrote the lyrics to one of the songs in my head and then I got off the plane and then I went and I picked it up and then I figured out what I was hearing in my head. Mostly I, I stick to electric recently. I've been trying to do more acoustic cause trying to do some acoustic shows of sure. uh, throwing in some heaven below songs, some of my songs and, and doing cover songs. Uh, but mostly I just pick up one of my electrics and just kind of figure out what I'm hearing in my head. Usually, usually it pops up first. Yeah. But will you play different. it? Will you play it like when if it's not turned on, you'll just kind of play it and. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Any, I know any a lot of guitarists that do that. Yeah. If there's not an amp near me, yeah, I'll make it. I'll make it work. Right. Make it work. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Of course. For Absolutely. Sure. Oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I've um, you know, I've done a little music myself, and I I remember my favorite part was actually being you know in the rehearsal space and and everybody yeah. kind of putting the song together you know maybe i would yeah. bring the initial idea right but then what do you have and what do you and then all of a sudden it just right. becomes something totally maybe even different from what you had even yeah. imagined and it's even better you're just like yeah. oh wow I, I would have never thought of that drum beat i would have never thought of that bass line and yeah. whatever you know from there that's awesome i'm i'm looking forward to doing more stuff like that that happened with patrick and i on divine intervention because i just i heard a I think I had the chorus in my head, but yeah. everything just kind of, you know, just we kind of pieced together. I was like, oh, that, that came out totally different than I was expecting, but really cool. Yeah. What do you play? What did you play? I play guitar. I mean, I'm the worst guitarist you've ever seen in your life. Trust me. Uh, you don't want to see me play guitar. So I yeah. sang and play guitar, you know, stupid, just whatever it was. Oh. It, I'm a chef. Okay. I'm a, I'm a cook guy. I, I did it because I loved it. You know, it was yeah. my early twenties. Uh, it was just something I really enjoyed. Yeah. And I've always loved music. Um, you know, half of my friends are musicians and artists and the other half are chefs. Like that's, that's yeah. my world. Um, yeah. you know, that, that's what I love. Uh, but I still love being connected to music and Right. Uh, and everything. And I still have my guitar and I play, but just for myself, you know, it's right. just for okay. it. Not even my wife likes it. She's like, what is going on in there? What is get, turn that off? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, she wouldn't. She doesn't cook? say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, why don't you just make something to eat? Oh, but she's a better cook than me too. I mean, I can't win. Oh man, uh, She's amazing. Uh, at everything she does. That's awesome. So, uh, look, I read a, I read a fun fact just because I don't want to forget it. Uh, yeah. before we move on, because I definitely have other stuff to talk about, but I don't want to forget this. I read that you were on the show Beat Shazam. Is that true? That's true. That's, That's awesome. <laughs> so it was one awesome. of the most random experiences in my life, I think. <laughs> like, I love that. It was so bizarre. Like, um, it was before the show even came out. Um, they, some, the casting agents had, um, called our booking agents, the maidens booking agents, and they were casting for a rock, like a rock couple. And so me and our singer Kirsten, who of course she's got this crazy, big, huge personality, of course, her and I like, well, well sure. What do we, we had no idea what it was. It was, <laughs> it was not even the first season yet. So we're like, sure. Uh, yeah. 
okay. So we did some Skype interviews and I remember we did it at my little apartment when I lived in Hollywood and it was a tiny little place and my dad and my cousin were in town visiting. And so they went outside and they said they could hear us screaming down the street because <laughs> they were wanting us to be crazy. They're like, okay, we're going to play you these songs and you tell us, you know, what song they are. And we, we need you guys to act over the top. Of course you tell her to act over the top. She can already talk, be loud. Yeah. <laughs> it was, we had no idea what to expect. Uh, Cause we didn't even know what the show was really going to be. And so we, we got through, it was a crazy long casting process. We're like, okay, I guess we're doing this. And so they filmed it and we still didn't know what was going on. And they kind of tell you when you're there and you know, it was, I, I just had a feeling. I was like, I bet there's going to be like no rock music. I, I, I bet there's not going to be any rock music. And so I started going and listening. I was like, I better listen to like Taylor Swift and everything that's on the radio today that I don't want to listen to. So I just, for like a week or two weeks straight, I listened to music I did not ever want to listen to in my life. And I, I can name almost every Taylor Swift song now. I think all of her hits from that. <laughs> and then of course, one of the categories was Taylor Swift. I was like, that's hilarious. I, even though I got the songs, there were, you know, there were, there was two uh, country girls on there from Nashville, Loretta Lynn's uh, granddaughter. So of course I stood no chance. Yeah. But yeah, Kirsten got to sing some Maiden. Uh, I think we scared Jamie Foxx a few times. <laughs> and <laughs> we were the oddballs. And so we didn't get eliminated first. That was our goal. So, d right? That's the goal. That was our it's goal. Just, yeah, it, it, the <laughs> we, it was that close. I was like, we're going to go home and not even get zero dollars. We're not even going to get one thing right. We got <laughs> one thing. And I was like, I think it was Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez, I think. I like, Thank you, Jennifer Lopez. Thank you, my <laughs> childhood. That is so, so funny. That was, yeah, that was a fun experience, but that was so bizarre. <laughs> that, that is so random, right? That does sound so <laughs> yeah. random. What was Jamie Foxx like in person? I, we barely got to talk to him. You know, they really? Much, yeah, you pretty much just got to go out there on the stage. They keep you in a room all day. They, then you go out on the stage. They make you drink Red Bull, which I hate energy drinks. And then to make you crazy. And he was they make you drink Red Bull? Really? That like, you gotta be crazy. They're like, That's hilarious. Crazy. I'm like, oh, we've been here like 10 hours, okay? And so he's on the opposite side of the room from us, so it was hard to interact with him. I see. They were wanting us to interact with him, but we're like, he's way over there. Yeah. And then when yeah. we tried to do something, they're like, okay, calm down. They're like, oh my god. Can't win. They're probably hearing us on our microphones like, God. I don't know. Oh, you know so they were. We didn't, really, we didn't really get to talk to him, unfortunately, but I at least wanted a picture with him. But there's some totally. funny screen, some screenshots where he kind of looks like he's literally <laughs> throwing his hands back. At him. So, I'm like, what are they doing? Yeah. That is hilarious. crazies on here. So, yeah, we so were the funny. rock couple. The rock so, couple. Yeah. Yeah. It was a that lot. That is of fun. cool. I've always wanted to be on The Price is Right my Me whole too. life. I mean, Me too. that yeah, would just be you know, amazing. You, I think I would die come, happy. Okay, see, so if you go to Hollywood, like I've almost got to just go to the set. Like you can just go and apply for tickets pretty much any day if you're in town. Really? Time, yep, yep. If you go, because um, I, we also, I got to go to the taping of uh, James 
was it James Corden? I can't remember his name. He yeah, has, like, James Corden. Show. Yeah, because I love I'm that a, guy. The karaoke, yeah, I, par, carpool karaoke yes, guy. Uh-huh. I just got a thing. I sign up for like, you know, I like to just, I'm a big movie TV nerd. And I saw, I love Will Ferrell. I love Will Ferrell. Oh, He's like my favorite God. actor. Me too. I, He's so good. I thought he was going to be on that show. And I'm like, I gotta, I gotta get tickets. And I gotta <laughs> go on there. And he was like, he, he walked down the other side. I just wanted to, to just hard fight him, but they put me on the wrong <laughs> side. So I got to see that, you know, and he, on that episode, he was, I think they were promoting that, um, Sherlock Holmes movie he did. Oh yeah. They did some weird thing where they were eating nasty stuff. So that was really fun. Um, but if you go and you, I think if you just go to like priceisright.com or some kind of casting thing, you know, yeah. shoot, shoot an email to it. If you're ever in, in town, you just go and you, I think you can bring a group of people. The more people you bring, the more likely you're, you get to actually. Sure. Go. Every time I'm matching I've, shirts, right? Something like yeah. that. Maybe. Yeah. And every time I had it booked to where I was just going to go be in the audience, it was like raining or I didn't get to go or something. So I was like, man. Yeah. Still, I would love to. Gosh. I mean, I've been watching that yeah. show my whole life just since mm-hmm. I was a kid and I can't think of yep. one game show I would much rather be on. Yeah. that's it just right just to run down i don't care about anything else just running down the aisle yes overly mm-hmm. happy and Imagine, screaming yeah. and then i and then i want to bet i want to i want to do the one dollar dollar just and then i'm out i'm yeah, out i'd be happy just to do that right it's, you never know they they say you know just you they pick it random just go dress crazy and act crazy that's what they want Okay. It's all about just acting crazy. I wonder if they hand out Red Bulls too. They're just like li- lines of cocaine for the audience. Just like get nuts. Yeah, um, right. Here's your pre-show thing. Look at that Topo. So they drink that in California wow. too. Yes. I, my, I actually just started drinking. I was always drinking Perrier. But my mom yeah. had this in Texas. I was like, oh my God, this is even better. Yes. Uh, what's okay. funny is they don't actually drink that in Mexico. Oh really? I believe not at that. all. No, yeah, not at all. Um, <laughs> no, we we uh, what we drink in Mexico? It's a it's called Peña Fiel. That's the brand. So if you're Mexican, you're listening. You know what I'm talking about. Um, okay. It's just same thing. It's mineral yeah. water, sparkling yeah. mineral water. But Topo Chico is brought up to the states. But we drink it a lot here in Texas. Uh, um, gotcha. Like yeah, crazy. I didn't even know we had these here. So Look, Soft. squeeze a squeeze a lime. You're done. It's gold. You're golden. A little lime, fresh lime. Yeah. See, I used to hate bubbly water. I hated mineral water. And we were in Europe doing shows, and that's kind of what they would always give you. And I'm yeah. like, this is awful. I, it doesn't quench your thirst. I was like, really? I, it's like, what do you tell them? Seam gas. No, seam gas. No, no gas, please. And, then, and now I'm addicted to it. I was like, I, I'm like can we get this? That's all I drink. I, I literally only drink uh, sparkling water. That's it. Yep. That's pretty. That's I do it. drink sparkling water and wine and coffee. <laughs> that's pretty much, that's pretty much my thing. Sparkling well, water, wine and coffee. I'm happy. That's it. Those are my three too. Uh, yeah. I might throw in uh, some tequila and Ooh. a whiskey here and there. I just, yeah. I'm in Texas, right? I mean, girl, yep. come on. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I'd have yeah, some tequila. We were, we were talking about, you know, we're going to visit Texas in the second weekend of July it's like, I love the Tito's, their Tito's vodka. Yeah, Tito's. Shiner, yep. Shiner vodka. I'm not a huge beer person, but every Me now and then. 
you know, there's a ton of craft uh, breweries now in Texas. Texas has exploded in the last 10 years. Yeah, I saw there's like my, my aunts talk about going to local wineries and stuff. I haven't got to do it. Yeah, the wine, um, you know, spirits, beer. There's so many amazing products here now. Um, It's ridiculous, honestly. Yeah, they're on the map now. Yeah, finally. Austin, I, I see so much coming out of Austin and I, We've only played there like twice, and it's it's always at this place called Texas Mist outside of downtown. And I'm like, man, what I would give to just have a good at least a weekend in Austin again. And, and I, it looks so different now, and see what what's changed and all the new things there. Oh, for of, sure. Bunch of stuff. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You really have to go out to like the hill country. Yes. To get like the wineries and distilleries, but there's a ton of craft breweries just here. Yeah. In fact, I live off of uh, South Congress and okay, yep. I can literally walk to St. Elmo uh, Street and there's like four breweries right on the street. Okay. I can walk there. That's um, awesome. amazing. Yes, it has changed a lot uh, in that sense. So yes. let's talk food. We're talking about drinks and food. I want to talk some food with you. Um, you know, yeah. Do you have a particular diet you follow? I mean, are you like vegan or vegetarian, anything like that? Or are you just? I'm just trying to eat healthy. Yeah. <laughs> trying to eat healthy. <laughs> and I'm like, if it's, if I'm visiting Texas, which I am in a few weeks, I'm like, okay, time to hardcore diet exercise. Cause I know when I go home, I'm hitting the, the Mexican food restaurants. I'm hitting yeah. Whataburger. You know, all yeah. the barbecue. I'm like, okay, I'm probably every time I and then you you got my mom's cooking, my nana's cooking, my uncle's cooking. So I'm like, you know, my my boyfriend's from San Antonio's and he's half Mexican. So then we definitely hit up the Mexican food places everywhere. Margaritas, which I rarely ever drink, but when I'm there, it's it's on. Oh man, on a hot day, um, right? Like a cold yeah. margarita. Yeah, we cannot. Just... We do. In in my hometown, at the restaurants we go to, these two, there's two little Mexican restaurants we go to, and they do these sangria swirl margaritas, and they're so good. Oh cut, yeah! Like kind kind of cuts the, it makes it a little sweet. It's a, they're amazing. I oh, yeah. rarely drink them, but when I'm either out, like on the beach or at home in Texas, yeah. Now I don't have <laughs> anything I really follow. I just try to eat kind of healthy as as much as possible. I yeah. just eat, you know, try to just eat what I like, really. <laughs> sure. No, of course. But yeah. Um, I used to be super, super picky, and I'm not that way anymore since I was a poor college student, and, and then I moved out to L.A. I'm like, somebody's got food? Okay, I'll try it. Totally. Know? Absolutely. Are you in, uh, you know, if you record or anything like that, you don't have any, like, I got to only eat this if when I'm recording or I have to have, I don't know. Does it matter to you? Not really. Um, I know when we were doing my vocals every day, I'd stop or when I was doing guitars with my friend Jesse, I was like, you know, I picked us up coffee every day. Starbucks stop every day. Okay. Here's your latte. Here's my huge latte. Let's do this for four or five hours. Like then, <laughs> then we'd go out to eat afterward. Be like, All yeah. right, where are we going tonight? Where's drinks, food? Um, when we're on the road with the maidens, our singer is vegan. Um, so it's always we try to make sure we we find places with that. And I've eaten at tons of vegan restaurants with her. Absolutely. What do you think of those so type of places? Yeah. They're great, right? 
Yes. Yeah. There's a place we went um, for actually my singer's uh, little bridal shower. There's a place called Doomies here in Hollywood. And it's, it's like uh, Southern comfort food. It's all like vegan deep fried <laughs> crazy. Like we had deep fried Oreos and had like, a, Oh wow. A BLT sandwich, which was amazing. And the girls, some of the other girls had like shrimp po' boy sandwiches. We never look at it and think that it's vegan, but it yeah. was yeah, really good. I've had some, you know, we go to her house. My little dog is obsessed with her two dogs. Like they are in love, like inseparable. You know, he go, he used to stay up there with them when we'd be on the road sometimes. And so she has like a little, like almost like a little ranch kind of, she has chickens and donkey and donkey and a mini horse and so when I go up there it's kind of we stay the night it's about an hour up from me and she'll cook she owned a vegan bakery on the east coast and so she can cook she's so good nice. so she'll make me I think she made vegan lasagna one time and her desserts are just ridiculous I'm like, it's amazing it's, it's yeah. great yeah I mean to I be think, honest like you, most people eat vegan or vegetarian a lot more than they think yeah, it's not like you have a big <laughs> T-bone steak every time you eat. You know what I mean? It's exactly. like, yeah. So, so it's not it's not really that hard. Um, I, I'm I'm more of a just balance. I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not. Yeah, I lived in Europe for a long time, and I, I picked up this Mediterranean thing over there, and it really was awesome. And I've pretty yeah. much stuck with that for the last ten years, to be honest with you. Um, what is that exactly? It's basically like, look, you want to have a little bit of everything. So it's always yeah. balanced and it's about freshness and mm -hmm. good and quality. So yeah. It, yeah. it's not about a bunch of weird spices and sauces and, and things that you're trying to yeah. whatever. So you just get a good piece of fish, for instance, a little olive oil, a little salt, and maybe some fresh, you know, crushed black pepper. And that's it. Right. You're not yeah. trying to like douse it in all this stuff and cook it in the, that the other it's just mm -hmm. good protein and mixing it up fish chicken yes. pork beef right not having beef every night it's just a mix and and having yeah. um knowing what to eat when so they they for instance not having pasta at night having rice yeah during the day only um having your biggest meal during the lunch actually yeah. and mm -hmm. your nighttime is more just picking you're just kind of just little things yeah uh, to get through. So I don't know, that's always helpful and not, not eating yeah. till, till noon. Yeah. So I've always kind of done that too. And that's what I noticed in Europe is everybody, everybody's so thin there. And I'm like, our things were usually in the morning we'd get in to the venue. We'd had, we had a bus in Europe every time we get into the venue and it's amazing catering. It's all this, this bread and sandwiches and everything. And then it was so hard to not just and the chocolates, I mean, they, they gave us an overwhelming amount of food. And then at night, the catering was amazing. But what I noticed every night for the catering, it was, they always changed it up for us. And it was always, you know, it was always very, very healthy. It was something a different sure. protein every night. It was, and when we would go out to restaurants, I just noticed that everything just tasted so much better and so fresh. And yeah, I Freshness is really, I love the food. the food there. Yeah. That, yeah. That's really the, and moderation, right? Yes. That's, that's, that's it. That's, you can really eat anything you want. And yeah. as long as you just balance it out, right? It would just be like listening to yeah. the same song on repeat over again, right? Yeah. So you don't want to yeah. do that with food either. Yeah, exactly. Thing. I, that's how I kind of feel like I, I don't eat overly healthy. I exercise 
and then like exercises super important yeah my, my boyfriend's roommate he cooks the most amazing desserts like right now there's brownies in there with reese's little things in them <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite thing in the world. I haven't eaten one yet, but I'm definitely going to eat one. <laughs> it's like, uh, even though I know I'm like, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm going to Texas in a few weeks. I'm like, oh, I'm still going to go eat a brownie. <laughs> I'll just go you can for do a it. <laughs> There you go. You run, like, run a yeah, few miles. I, yeah. I don't put any, I know at first I was going home to Texas. My name's like, you're so skinny. Everybody's like, you're skinny. I'm like, I, you want to, did you not just see me eat? Like crazy, <laughs> I'm miserable right now. I, 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 my nana's like, oh, and then she started being like, I just saw her go jog like two miles. Like, just leave her alone. I was like, thank you. Was thank like, you, oh, nana. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I go to Texas and it's like, okay, time out. And then I come back and get back on, on a routine. Look, my mom's uh, from Mexico, so like it, when you go to eat at my mom's house, you're gonna have like 15 plates of food. You know, it's never enough. It's always, I'm hijo, you're too skinny, you're too skinny. And I've yeah. been skinny my whole life, mom. You yes. know, I've been, I haven't changed. Yeah. This is, I'm, it's like, it, it just, it, you, you're not, you're not done. Have another plate, have more, more. Yeah. And they just come and throw it on your plate, right? You like turn around and it's just a full plate again. Yeah. Like, I swear I ate that. Um, yeah. Like, deja vu. Yeah, that's the Latin, that's the Latin household that just stuffing food down you. I think maybe that's why I'm, against like overeating it to be honest with you because yeah. it was always pushed on me as a kid so i, I pulled yeah. back a lot uh, yeah. because of that for so sure. yeah interesting for yeah. sure so so you're looking forward to some texas barbecue i'm assuming right coming here so you said mexican food tacos yeah. yes yes yeah. that's awesome what, what about like getting getting texas food in california is that possible uh. You I know, can't remember it, any places like that. The times I've been to California, not really. There's right? a we have a barbecue place we go to here down the street, and it's a little pricey. It's good, but it it's not the same. Yeah, and we we do have a little. I don't know if this is because I think I've only seen this kind of place. It's called El Burrito Junior. It's a small little uh, Mexican food place, and I don't know if it's just in our area here. Or if it's kind of everywhere, but that's more, that's like the closest to Tex-Mex that I found here because they have refried beans here. It's mostly like black beans and yeah. kind of more healthier. And I'm like, I'm used to my Tex-Mex. I need a ground beef and a right. chicken with the refried beans, tons of cheese, bring out the queso and the salsa, chips and salsa. You know, I really haven't found, you know, obviously no Whataburger. That makes me sad. Probably for the best, you know. We got in and out. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bad Texan. I do like in and out. I like it too. I like in and out too. You know, they're two different things to that's me. Exactly. It's just yeah. different. I like them both. But yes. yeah, not really. There was one place, one Mexican food place, and it was called like a Tex-Mex place in Hollywood. And I don't even know if it's still there. I had a burrito and I was like, this is awesome. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I only went there that once. I don't know why. Yeah. I was, you know. But no, just nothing is really the same. Just like when we, my family would go on vacation to Florida, we're like, let's go try a Mexican restaurant. And we've never found a, a Mexican restaurant we like in Florida. Yep. <laughs> not, not once yet. You're going to so, find good Cuban, Puerto Rican yeah, food. Yeah. Oh, but you're right. Mexican food? Forget it. We, we, oh, there was, <laughs> there was one time in Europe. Uh, I think it was... 
it wasn't Germany. It was, was it Hungary or was it Poland? It was one of those countries. And it was the first time playing there. And they were going to bring us in a Mexican food restaurant from next door. And I was like, Mexican food in Poland or whatever. I'm like, I don't know about this. And we, somebody took a picture of all of us looking at the menu and we're all like, uh, <laughs> what? And so somebody got a burrito. I mean, it was, I think I got, I played it safe. I was like, I'm just going to get some grilled chicken. And yeah, the burrito and everything looked pretty funny. I was like, is that, what is that? It's like, that doesn't even look like Mexican. It was very funny. I was like, I'm just going to sh- shy away from that. I'd rather have <laughs> Polish food or something. He's <laughs> Hungarian food. I don't want Mexican food in Europe. That's that was very funny. Absolutely, I would want Hungarian food if I was there. Like yeah. I'd want whatever. Yeah, the local totally. Yeah. Totally. So yeah. that was that doesn't that was make any funny. sense. That is kind of funny, actually. Yeah. Um, wow, that is funny. Um, well, look, um, I'm curious. Uh, yeah, this last little thing I want to talk to you about is more. Yeah. Look, the up- upcoming projects. If you have anything else coming out, but also I'm curious. Just I would like to end on what you think of where the music industry is sort of headed now because of you know everything that's happened with uh, the pandemic and everything i'm curious just what your thoughts and maybe even how it's affected you a little bit and i don't know it's all it's all pretty scary for us right now um because we my last show that i played was in february and we had tours kind of lined up we were supposed to go to australia supposed to be going to europe next month um australia oh no yes have you not been there? I've never been there. I yeah. I would love to go though. It's we didn't I only got to really see Brisbane. We we went to New Zealand last time too, and that was a bucket list for me. <sighs> yes. And we we actually so two of the other girls flew out early. Here's my little dog again. He usually pops up, but he's like, Let's see him. Let's see Mama, him. Come here. Come here. What's his what's it's a he? Yeah, come here. Usually he jumps right up. As soon as he knows a camera's going, he usually gets right in front of it. <laughs> I this love it. Rolo. What's his name? Rolo. Rolo. What's up, buddy? Oh. How you doing? Hi. You are just the cutest little thing. Look at that face. He's, he's usually the star of the show, but I think there's other people home right now, so he's like, there might be food somewhere else. It's um, all about food with the dogs, right? That's what my dogs do. It's all about all- the food. I think he likes it better here because there's more people than at my house. More chances. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I love it. Yeah. Oh, man. New Zealand and Australia, two of my favorite places on earth. New Zealand was like heaven. Seeing the, the Hobbit, the, the Shire and the Hobbits in place. And the food was amazing. Their avocado what? toast. Jeez. What do they eat there? Yeah. What do they even eat in New Zealand? Uh-huh. Avocado toast? So is that... <laughs> Who ate so much avocado toast? I don't know. They had it like... At the airports and, and really, um, I don't know. I had Italian food and I don't know, but whatever I ate was, yeah, I don't know what they really eat there. That's different to me. Just oh, seemed Mark, kind of the same. Vegemite. That was yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. The worst I don't experience know. of my life. I've heard about that stuff. That, I don't want to try it. I know. That was awful. Don't. I'll just say, <laughs> my dad. I didn't know what it was, and I loved peanut butter. And my dad told me, oh, you should try it. It's kind of like peanut butter. And oh, I no. believed him. And I, some fan brought us some Marmites. I'm like, ooh, right before sound check. I'm like, I want to try it. My dad said it's like peanut butter. I got a big glob of it and put it in my mouth. It's like, worst thing I've ever tried in my life. And then it's sticky. Wouldn't come out of my teeth. And I kept tasting it in sound check, about to die. 
like I texted him I'm like are you serious and then everybody's like I I brought some home my uncle loves it I made my dad finally try it I kept some just for when he came to visit me and it took me like 30 minutes for him to make him try it but I finally did what did he say he we got it on video we had to have some drinks first to get him to do it and then he he's like he was gagging and putting water (laughs) water and then he's like oh it wasn't that bad i'm like i got you on video that it's (laughs) most disgusting thing i've ever like it's not peanut butter is it dad definitely not right right? (laughs) yeah gotta go to australia just stay away from that Uh, yeah (laughs) Uh, so yeah so those trips aren't happening now right so now you're not going back yeah, we, we postponed pretty much all the shows have thankfully been rescheduled. Australia's rescheduled for, I think, September or something. Our Europe oh, tour. that's great. Okay. Yeah, hopefully. And then Europe, we were supposed to be on sad. This time we were doing a bunch of big festivals for the first time. And so those only happen in the summer. So our whole tour is kind of getting pushed to summer of next year. Um, so oh. hopefully we are... I think our we still have a show for um I think our first show starts late July. So we'll see if these shows stick and I I have no idea what to expect. I mean they they're just our booking agents are booking in hopes that it's you know everything's going to go back to normal, things are going to stick. Um I we're going to fly for the first time next month, so that'll be interesting. I don't know what to expect. We we fly sure. to most of our gigs. So I don't know. I, I think I read something that about 90% of venues, like independent venues, say they might have to close because I don't know how they're going to operate at like 50% capacity and still pay the artist. And I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Really going to be yeah. interesting. Yeah, it is for sure. Um, I think the Hopefully. best thing is um, how, how do you think people, let's, let's, this will be a good way. What, how can people, you know, fans, right? Like myself or whatever. How, yeah. how do we support the music industry right now? What, what's the best thing that w- we could do? I guess pretty much how artists are surviving right now is I know some people are doing live streams. The maidens might be doing one soon. Okay. Um, I, people are doing live streams and just go out and get people's merch or their music. I know most, I still buy music. I know I'm weird. I will still buy CDs and because I like, I like to own physical memorabilia. Yeah. I still, when I, I pay on iTunes, which I know, like my boyfriend's, he's like, I just stream. He's like, I pay for Apple music. I'm like, I just, I just still like to buy. So just go, you know, get merch, actually support the music. Um, yeah, just share the word if you like a band, tell your friends, because that's how I used to learn about bands. All my friends would tell me about stuff. Yeah. I think that's pretty much what you can do right now until we can finally get back out there. So that's I'm going stir crazy. I, I don't remember the last time I've been home for since March, April, May, June, July. Almost four months I've been home. It's weird. Crazy. You should, you're very weird. I mean, I love being home with my animals. Been very productive, but yeah so weird weird scary time for musicians right now yeah you're right sure. you're right well i think that's great advice um you know buying the merch buying an yeah. album or, or purchasing a song right something like that yeah. um 
yeah, listening to the live streams and donating, share. I think the biggest thing you said, sharing. If you like some band, tell yeah. people about. It. Don't keep it to sure. yourself, right? I don't like fans that are like when they start when a band starts to get big, right? They're like, I don't listen to them anymore. Too many people know about them, and then it's like they don't want to tell anybody about the band because they want to keep them like, don't do that. You're screwing the band. Yeah, that, right? that I've never understood. It's just, me neither. No, no. Like, but, but now they're doing good. Like, yeah. What? You know, they didn't sell, yeah. the sell It out. happens with food too, right? If, yeah. if somebody yeah. will find like a, a, a hole in the wall, they call it, right? I get these great yeah. tacos from this food truck. I don't want to tell anybody because my secret. Dude, you're, yeah. you are literally screwing that guy over. Let, if they're so good, let other people have them. He wants more sales. Yeah. I promise you, he doesn't want to open on Friday night just to serve you, Steve. Like he wants yeah. to serve, you know, more people. Yeah. I never got that. I never understood. That. Me either. Not, not one bit with anything. So, well, good. Um, uh, again, Nikki, um, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to you. This was so awesome. I really enjoyed this conversation. Uh, you had me, me laughing too. a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, usually so, I'm, the, I'm the quiet one, so that's it. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Um, so, yes, uh, uh, again, and again, I think that's great advice for supporting musicians. Um, so, for sure. Um, what's your, what, where can people find you and, uh, you know, just kind of shout out your, your stuff, your social media handles, that sort of thing, your website, whatever. Yeah. Um, my website is just Nikki-Stringfield.com and it's string like a yarn ball of string, not spring. <laughs> a lot of people think I'm related to Bruce Springsteen or Rick Springfield. Rick Springfield. Oh that's yeah. That's not the case. Uh, <laughs> actually for real Stringfield. Um, yeah, so it's just Nikki-Stringfield.com, and then there's the Ironmaidens.com, HeavenBelow.com. Um, I'm on Facebook. Uh, I think it's just Nikki Stringfield, and then pretty much Nikki Stringfield on everything. Okay. Pretty easy to find. That's smart, <laughs> right? You don't have all these yeah. names. Like, I got a weird Twitter handle that I can't get rid of. You know, I change it like it doesn't match any of my other things because my name's so long. So it's hard for me to yep. the characters. So I'm yep. literally my name on, on Twitter is stop, drop, taco. That's all it says. I, it doesn't. I, it's so <laughs> That's amazing. I, mean, I don't even use Twitter. I haven't even touched I, Twitter in like five years. I hate Twitter, too. It's not I, my thing. I just. Yeah. My yeah. name doesn't fit on there either. I'm like Nikki Shreds on that. Cause yeah. My full name doesn't <laughs> fit on that either. That's the totally. only thing where I'm like. I do it because I have to. Like, yes. That's yes, not me again. saying either. I'm like, oh, it's great. Totally, totally. Totally. No, I totally understand that. Well, again, um, again, thank you so much for, for the time. I hope uh, the weather's good there yeah. in California. I'm sure it is. Um, and uh, yeah, enjoy, enjoy the rest of your um, weekend. And thank again, you thank you so too. much for coming on the podcast. Of course. Thanks for having me. Can't think of a better thing to talk about than Texas and food and music. <laughs> right but on. Thanks for having and me. I, absolutely. And I'm sorry about the power outage. We got it done. Boom. We got it done. No power. We're done. It's good. All so. good. No, no technical <laughs> difficulties. Everything stayed on on my end too. So that's the first. <laughs> All right. We'll be good, Nikki. We'll talk soon. All right. I really hope you enjoyed that podcast as much as I did. If you have any questions for me, please feel free to email the podcast at patrick at texasrealfood.com. And don't forget, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, 
you know, all the different places you can get podcasts, you'll you'll find us on there. Or you can just go to our website, go to the Lone Star Plate. Com. And you can check us out on YouTube if you want to watch it. You know, we video these, now, you know, on a little webcam here. And go to the Texas Real Food YouTube channel and you can find it there. Make sure to follow uh, Texas Real Food as well on Instagram and Facebook. Subscribe. Um, and if you, you know, are so inclined, please leave us a review anywhere you can. You know, follow us on Spotify or leave a review on Apple Podcast. Uh, that would really help us out. Thanks again for listening. Really do appreciate it. Um, without you guys, we you know, what's the point of doing this? So if you have any suggestions on how we can make the show better, please let us know. Thanks again. Be safe out there. Wash your hands.